0: So I want to start the podcast with a shout out, I want to say thank you to my good friend Bill, who is a listener of the podcast and recently shared with me he had been listening to the podcast and he even said some nice things to me, which was a shocker, by the way, but of course followed up by a classic Bill dig at me, hey I love you Bill, thank you so much for listening and messaging me about it, and giving me a phone call. Uh, try not to screw up that nice camper you have by doing something outrageous, would you? And uh, let me know uh, when I can borrow that truck soon, too, please. First Peter chapter 4, verse 8 says, Above all, Love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. This verse comes from Peter, who is one of Jesus' closest followers, and he's summing some things up here for the Christians in the first century, decades after the death and resurrection of Jesus, about what's most important. So this sounds great, doesn't it? But it's really hard to do. Sometimes the people that you know the best are the people it's often hardest to love. We fall in love with our wife or our husband, for example, or our new boyfriend or girlfriend. And after you've been married a little while or uh, you've been dating a while, it's those people that you start to see the sins of most clearly because you're around them nonstop. My wife knows me better than anyone else and she sees my sins and I can easily irritate her. Sometimes as a family, you can just get on each other's nerves, right? Your co-workers might drive you a little crazy classmates, friends, neighbors. It's easy to love someone from a distance. It's much harder to do it up close. So what is Peter saying? Like love covers over a multitude of sins. So let me throw this at you. Usually in our culture, we think of love as an emotion. In other words, you either feel it or you don't. Over the course of my marriage, there have been Sometimes when things weren't all filled with love. Like I know my wife and I both have had days where we woke up next to each other and we didn't feel exactly a lot of love for each other. But Jesus comes along and he gives a whole nother dimension of love and commands us to love. And this is what he says, he says, love one another. He commands us to love one another, in fact. I'm confident that many of you listening have read that passage of scripture from Jesus many times or you've heard it a thousand times but perhaps you have missed that Jesus is commanding this of us so think about this like how do you command an emotion maybe love isn't an emotion maybe it's a decision it's not a question of whether you feel it but rather whether you decide to do it So perhaps you and I need to learn to act in a way that loves and make a decision to act in a loving manner towards someone in your life. What you might find is your emotions may catch up to your obedience. You know, Peter goes on to say that we should offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. That each of us should use whatever gift that we have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. And if we speak, we should do so as if one who speaks the very words of God. And if anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. So that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. What an incredible piece of scripture for us to follow. Am I showing hospitality without grumbling? Am I loving my wife deeply? Am I extending an invitation to serve my neighbor or colleague at work? You no, know, Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Friends, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. The love Jesus has shown me is indescribable, and I'm forever grateful for the change that He's done on my heart and will continue to do so because I will continue to seek Him in prayer. Like I've said in previous podcasts, how you pray is who you become. Have you repented from your sins? Have you truly changed your heart? Does God still need to do a work in your life? Like what's holding you back from the greatest love that exists, the love of God. Have you truly given your entire heart to the Lord? Have you submitted to Him? Friends, surrender to Him. Love Him. Follow Him. Serve Him. And live for Him. And most importantly, take His message wherever you go. Let me close with this. My friend Taylor Siebert has a Monday motivation piece that he's been putting together and posting everywhere known to man. He's at Taylor Siebert on the Twitters and Instagram, and you can find him on the Facebook. And in a recent Monday motivation, I really appreciated how Taylor shared his heart for Jesus. And when I responded on his post about it, he sent me over to a podcast to listen to called Just Thinking. Just Thinking. And specifically an episode that was called George Floyd and the Gospel. Friends, this was the best thing I listened to and learned all week. These two gentlemen that lead this podcast did an unbelievable job explaining several things that were very enlightening and encouraging to me as a follower of Christ in a completely broken world starving for a Savior. If you have time, I highly recommend giving that a listen. Again, Thank you to all of you for listening to the podcast and those of you that have rated it on iTunes and dropped a review. I'm humbled and honored uh, if you would share this podcast with a friend on social media or whoever. As Isaiah 26.8 says, I'm eager to make Jesus famous. All I do is for his name and his renown. That's the desire of my heart. Until next time, Be blessed. Thank you so much for stopping by and exploring my podcast. Leave me a voice message and let me know how it encouraged you or how I can pray for you. Be blessed.